This is Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Morning Jolt is a production of Spoke Street Media. Wake up! Hi, Sister Ignatia with Sister Fiat. Hello. Oh, we've been waiting. <laughs> to be together even. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get to like talk about something that we won't share exactly what we're going to talk about quite yet. We're not we're not ready. Build suspense. <laughs> First, could you share just like a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. So my name is Sister Fia. I've been with the sisters since 2016 is when I entered. So I made my first house two years ago and have been doing lots of fun different things since then. I worked here at the mother house for a little bit doing some vocation work. And then now I am stationed at our convent in Lafayette and I'm studying to get my teaching license and working in grade school, having a blast of fun with little children and all of their unexpectedness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, didn't you teach them about SCOBIES? Uh, Yes. Yeah, that's true. Oh, could you explain what a SCOBI is maybe for? Sure. (laughs) SCOBI is an acronym for Symbiotic Culture of Bacterial Yeast. Bacterial yeast. Bacterial yeast. And it is what ferments tea into kombucha. Hmm. So I'm a kombucha brewer. So we had a science lesson with my students about kombucha. And they got to see the SCOBY, even touch it. And some wild, adventurous kids even tasted it. Oh, my. There was a lot of um, interesting expressions. (laughs) So all of you parents out there that are on the fence about Catholic education, (laughs) I, I think you just need to... I mean, your kids are going to learn so much (laughs) with Sister Fiat as their science teacher. Wow. I'm jealous. How's coffee treating you well? Delicious. Okay. It's very nice to have a intentionally made little pour over made by a friend, you know? That's right. That's what I'm going for. This coffee has some hints of rhubarb in it. So never knew that was possible in coffee, but I like it. Could you could taste the rhubarbiness or? Yeah, there's a little of like the sour almost you know rhubarb sometimes a little like bittery but it's not bad and as in bitter coffee is sometimes not the best it's working very well okay yeah you're tasting it Uh, maybe all i know is i like it yeah (laughs) it's good yeah (laughs) oh okay random question Mm -hmm. have you ever been in a car with a lot a bunch of the sisters or other people and then have realized that you're the only one that apparently finds it acceptable to sing along to the music in the car with a group of people? Um, I don't think that's ever happened to me. Really? I think other people seem to find it acceptable. Okay, good. Okay. just I just, I guess I hang out with the right people. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Jamie, like a good like car trip, belted out tune? Ooh, doesn't have to be your favorite. I know you're not like really yeah, into favorites. So like what's okay. a, good, a good one? Well, there's probably a lot. But honestly, what's coming to mind right now is uh, Wicked. <gasps> Wicked? Yes. Like Defying Gravity or yeah. like the, the whole, the whole well, thing? Well, like the whole thing, but definitely Defying Gravity is wow. like a, you're going to be belting it. I didn't. Oh, wow. Okay. So road trip. I'm excited. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but okay. So Sister Fiat has taught me a lot, I think, too, about worship and it's something that's very close to your heart and your spirituality. And mm-hmm. I think in the Catholic world, I think it's still like something that's loosely accepted mm-hmm. as like an add-on maybe, but not totally like integrated maybe into a Catholic understanding or like a Catholic spirituality, I guess. So maybe could you like maybe just even start because like I think worship can mean a lot of things. So maybe like when 
our conversation, like what maybe define like worship? Sure. Yeah, I think for me, worship is primarily looks like music, like praise and worship is kind of the easiest avenue for me of placing myself in a place of worship before the Father. So it's just, yeah, telling him who he is and Mm. adoring him. So right in the tradition, we have different types of prayer. Um, And one of them is adoration. And I think I found in my life, that's often the hardest type of prayer for me to enter into. And a lot of times I easily turn adoration back into petition (laughs) Um, (laughs) and just like focus it on me. And it's sometimes it's really hard to stay in a place in our prayer where we're just focused on the Lord. So for me, that's what worship has really filled that space in my Mm. own prayer and in my life. And the more I've done it, I just find like I need that so desperately Um, And I feel so much more free when I have that consistently in my life. There's just like a part of my heart that comes alive when I'm able Mm -hmm. to worship and just focus on the goodness of God and stay in that place. Um, Yeah. It kind of like forms you. mm -hmm. I mean, it forms your heart in prayer. And being sisters of like perpetual adoration, we have Mm -hmm. that adoration is like a huge part of our life. So to like Mm -hmm. always continue to grow in that, I think, yeah, why not? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Find all sorts of ways to worship God. And for you, like, when did you, was there like a moment that like it was even worship as we understand it? Yeah. Like with music and praying like in a bodily way mm-hmm. and with your own words and all that mm-hmm. stuff and singing, was that like at a certain point like modeled for you and then you almost like learned it or how did that kind of be get integrated into your own prayer? Yes, definitely. is not something that like came naturally immediately <laughs> for me. So, I mean, when I was in high school, you know, it was like the youth groups do like the praise and worship and you know, you like sing along and try to awkwardly not hope people are like hearing your voice. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> uh, every now and then maybe like throw a hand up in the air. Ooh. Uh, I know, get <laughs> radical. <laughs> um, but so I did find as I did that more, like it was a place that my heart could enter into and I could kind of start to forget that there were others around me and just focus on the Lord. Then I also, I did a year of missionary work with an organization and part of our team prayer together was like a an hour of charismatic worship every day. So every day, every day we worshiped as a team for an hour. So, and we were like formed in how to do this. Mm -hmm. So I love it. Like the beginning I showed up there and I had no idea this was a part of this like program. Basically I like kind of knew, but (laughs) then we're just like, you know, opening stuff in the formation and to start worshiping. And I was like, well, all right, like here we are. Okay. Don't know what's going on here. And pretty quick off the bat, we had some formation and a talk about worship and mm. the image that was presented to us that I love. We watched a video clip of people at like a rock concert, just like totally fans of this. I don't even remember who it was. Maybe Michael Jackson, you know, going crazy, like screaming and jumping in the air yeah. and like throwing their hands up at the stage. And then it was presented to us like, that's totally adoration. Like, that's what we're meant to give mm. to God. Like this wild craziness. And in, in Psalm 42, there's a line I love. And it says the psalmist is talking about leading worship in the sanctuary and he says calls the crowd the throng wild with joy which is my favorite like understanding of because we're supposed to be wild with joy before the Mm -hmm. father like why not he's good anyway so yeah it was a process of Mm -hmm. practicing and trying new things okay i'm gonna try to like sing in my own words and just like make up words of what i feel and sing them and see how that goes and kind of awkward at first but the more you do it it becomes more natural Mm -hmm. and now I i mean i find myself doing that like in my head or secretly out quietly under my breath like pretty frequently mm. because it's just become a form of prayer for me mm-hmm. and felt really natural to my heart yeah i think that's like true for most every other form of prayer that we learn and yes. i don't think we think about that like yeah lexio divina or um like an ignatian form of meditation 
even like being formed and praying the rosary well, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not something that you just like pick it up and you're like, oh, I totally click with this. I can sit here for an hour with this one scripture passage and just like, yeah, find prayer easy or something. So I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, like worship and how we, with our own personality and everything, like how we enter into that worship has to be, yeah, learned and formed over time. I think for somebody who's like, it's new can be a little a little scary, maybe. Yeah, because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Doing new things is uncomfortable. <laughs> I yeah. mean, maybe not for some people, but it is for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I mean. But we grow into it and see the beauty. And, and I think that's really just so true for who God is, mm. right? He's such a God of newness. And we hear that all the time in scripture. I'm doing a new thing and he wants newness in our life. And I think that that is meant to apply to our prayer, too. But sometimes we have to have the courage to step into newness and try something new in our prayer because he wants to give it to us, mm-hmm. but we have to try it out, you know? Mm-hmm. So try something new in your prayer. Love that. <laughs> yeah, the song that like, comes to mind. I mean, we'll talk about specific songs maybe later, but <laughs> I did um, Keep On Getting Better by oh, Maverick yes. City. Yeah, like, and there's another one I think by House Fires that's similar of like, yeah, we don't realize that he could just, there is just more. Like why, why mm-hmm. think that it stops or that, yeah. Okay, so maybe for someone that's listening, that's like, Okay, that's nice for you, Sister Fiat and Sister Ignatia, but like, I don't feel like I need to do any like praise and worship. I don't need to sing. I don't need to dance or clap or any of this Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, I can just like go to Mass, say my prayers, read my Bible, and I'm like good to go. Mm -hmm. Like, what might you say to somebody? That's probably true. You don't need to. Mm. Uh, But maybe our relationship with the Lord isn't all just about what we need. And I think it's an invitation that he's giving you to greater freedom by the ability to express your love for him in a new way, in different ways, and to hear who he is through that and come to understand him more fully. So an analogy that I kind of came to mind recently is, okay, it's kind of like a married couple taking a date night. Okay, do they need to do that? No, like your marriage isn't going to totally fall apart if you never have date nights. But it's also a really good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and and I just think worship is something that helps us stay in love Mm -hmm. with God so I think it's a really good idea (laughs) (laughs) highly recommend yeah highly highly recommend uh yeah we talked about that a little bit yeah like the staying in love that Mm -hmm. like it puts new words on your lips and new ideas and like and it gives him an avenue to speak to you that you like maybe weren't open to before yes Mm. yeah one of the things for me in worship lately, probably just in the past year or so, has been really the reciprocal nature of it. So most of my life in worshiping is about telling God who he is. And that's good for me because it helps me remember he's trustworthy Mm -hmm. and I'm free in his love. But I just keep having these experiences recently where I'm worshiping and and telling the Lord who he is and just sing the song and my heart's in it. And then all of a sudden it's like I hear the father or Jesus just like echo those words back to me. So I'm just saying, okay, you're worthy, you're good. And then all of a sudden it's like, Jesus says, no, you're worthy. (laughs) Whoa. Um, Yeah, it's really beautiful to receive that. And I think that's part of why worship is so good for us because everything that we say, he just speaks back to us, which is pretty Mm -hmm. insane. (laughs) uh, And sometimes it feels a little scandalous like Mm -hmm. that we can actually be equal to God in that way. But that's what his love does. He makes us equal. And so this form of prayer for me really has helped like bridge the divide that I have of unworthy, like little Mm. slobby servant who for some reason, this good God loves me. He loves me and he loves to receive my love. 
and I can give it freely. And he loves me in these beautiful and passionate, crazy ways. And so it's, it helps me learn to like receive that. Mm. Opens the heart. Yeah. Yeah. I liked I think what you said earlier of like what we're doing, what we hope our like our disposition of our heart is, is we get to kind of like incarnate that in, mm. in the actions of our, um, our singing, our words, mm. our motion. And isn't that like what the liturgy is too? I mean, yes. yeah, worship is not liturgy, but what we're learning in the liturgy that like how we align our body with what's happening, mm-hmm. the words that are being said, all of those things, it teaches us that like we're human and God didn't want us to just like pray to him as like from just our soul. Like mm-hmm. we pray to him, commune with him totally. So like, yeah, in worship to like be praying in an incarnate way, yeah, it does grant like greater freedom mm-hmm. to the heart. And that's part of, for me, that image of the throng wild with joy, mm. which that's what it's going to be in heaven. Like, I don't, just don't think we're going to be disembodied, you know, <laughs> worshiping, but in heaven Floating for all eternity, we're going to worship <laughs> mm-hmm. God. Like, that's what it's about. And I just like have this image in my mind of, yeah, dancing and clapping and running and singing and shouting mm. and because there's too much goodness to contain within mm-hmm. and we have to express it with our body. And that's just the beauty of the way that we were created. Like our bodies can express the Lord's goodness mm-hmm. in so many ways. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what the theology of the body is about. Like we just express his goodness with our body. Yeah. But as we worship and incarnate our prayer, it's just another way that we're able to express who he is. Mm-hmm. Would you maybe say, yeah, to somebody who's like, okay, I might like, give this whole like worship thing a chance. Mm-hmm. I'm not raising my hand, <laughs> but like, yeah. So maybe like what would be a good way to start maybe that like process of opening oneself up to worship as a new form of prayer? Yes. Yeah. I think the most important is just to ask the Holy Spirit for guidance and ask him to teach you how to pray in this form. Um, There's a lot of really great resources to worship with online right now. So Honestly, you go on YouTube and just like search worship music. You're going to find like a ton of stuff. And there's a lot of live music that I personally find is really helpful because sometimes the recorded like I just know it. It gets into the like listening to the car type tunes. So if you're listening to these this live worship and there's like a pause or a moment of quiet and people might be kind of coming up with their own words, then I would just encourage you to try that to try to sing a Mm -hmm. song to the father because that's the new song that is written in scripture Mm. in the Psalms that we sing a new song. Like there's a song in your heart that only you can sing and he wants to hear it. And he's always giving you new words to sing. So, or even if you're not like listening to worship music, but if you're alone, just sing what's the words you're praying. Try just put them to a little melody. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like creativity. Like the, yeah. Yes. Um, (laughs) What would you maybe say to somebody who's also um, like, yeah, that's great for you, Sister Fia, but probably like your voice is probably sounds good and <laughs> okay. mine doesn't. <laughs> and so like I had this friend <laughs> who would always tell me, and singing badly is like praying three times. Whoa. <laughs> because it takes more courage if you have a poor voice. I love yeah, that. It takes more courage to just step courage. out and praise the Lord. And he loves yeah. that. Like he's so pleased by that. Mm. What father isn't in love with like his child's little homemade love song, even if it's like terribly out of tune. Yeah. And, it's even more precious that way. Wow. Yeah, I thought of, uh, I don't know if it's still a thing, but like parents recording their kids, like toddlers singing like Disney songs or something. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing more precious 
Mm-hmm. And especially it gets really good when you get to the point where they're just like about to belt it out or something. And then there's a note on the screen from, you know, the parent that is recording saying like, if you have earbuds in, take them out. now." <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> we're warning you. It's going to get pretty intense. But like, yeah, nothing else like delights you more than like just a child like singing with all their heart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's who we are mm-hmm. before the father. Mm-hmm. Okay. You mentioned some live live worship. Do you have any like suggestions okay note to everyone sister fiat doesn't necessarily like having favorites (laughs) you don't need to be boxed in you know just because you know my favorite thing doesn't mean you know me sometimes it just feels like a big commitment and i get nervous about that (laughs) (laughs) big commitment okay so for i'm growing i'm growing the next like commitment of a minute minute and a half what would you say or some like go-tos maybe i do love a lot of the bethel Mm, music and they have a lot of I mean, they do have their live services, but also on YouTube, they have a lot of like just extended worship that is kind of got the spontaneous free praise in it. Mm-hmm. So that's really been beautiful for me. Um, I do sometimes plug into the live upper room, which is a church in Texas. And they do like every day on YouTube, they live stream their worship for it's only like four hours a day. Wow. Like I think consistently. Uh, and then they post the live streams after. So it's cool to be able to pray with them live and just see like the movements of the heart when you know it's not been planned Mm. in the same way as like a studio recording it's not really live but it still hits me as like that free but maverick city i'm a big fan of oh yeah maverick city worship i mean they record it live you're not they don't live stream it i guess is Ah, what the distinction is and with all of those too i do like the video aspect it helps me to like Mm -hmm. yes the other people dancing i'm like oh yeah i can like dance so i might just go like hide in my room and close the door and just you know dance with this music going on because why not only the father can see me the other one that comes to mind is ihop which is international house of praise they're Mm. also on youtube so lots of good stuff yeah ihop is 24 7 it's like amazing to me yeah there are protestant brothers and sisters version of 24 7 adoration Mm -hmm. like that is what they're getting at and we're like wow (laughs) like yeah the heart's desire for that and they're doing it the best they can and it's like Wow. Yeah. So mm-hmm. highly recommend. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> and there's been like a lot of movement in the Catholic world, like some just like new songwriting happening. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that's coming to mind is the Vigil Project, mm-hmm. um, breathing new life into our liturgical seasons. And just like we are always supposed to be a creative church, like with the life of the Holy Spirit in us. So like, wow. Mm-hmm. Sister Fiat, thank you so much. I am looking forward to like, yeah, focusing on, yeah, what is that prayer that the father like has to sing over me mm-hmm. that he wants to hear from me, that he wants to hear from all of you. So thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, I'll just like close with a prayer. I'll open with prayer and then, yeah. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Jesus, uh, you're so beautiful. Uh, there's so many, so much. Uh, about you that we don't even know yet, that we haven't even seen, and ask you to reveal to us your love in a special way. What is that love that we can return uh, to you as a gift uh, that you delight in, that you want to see? And I just invite you all to, um, yeah, give to Jesus whatever words are on your heart. Uh, what he's placed on your heart.
Father, we thank you that you let us participate in your goodness. You've created us in a way that we can express who you are and that you have endowed us with your gift of creativity. And we thank you for the song that you're singing over each of our lives. And I just ask that your Holy Spirit might fall afresh and powerfully on all of our listeners, that they might hear the song that you're singing over them. They might hear uh, Jesus's song of gratitude to you for them, and that they might experience through your Holy Spirit a new freedom and a new joy in your goodness, and uh, just fill them with the courage to express their gratitude and love of you in new ways for all of us, that we might just try new things and enter into your heavenly divine worship in new ways and begin uh, the work of eternity right here and now, our eternal work of worshiping the goodness that you are. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Sister Fia. Thank you. Okay. I hope you like Religious Life as much as I do. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, contact us at our website, ssfpa.org. He leads, I follow. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.